the engine screamed. The car was coming straight at her. The noise was deafening, a high, shrieking whine. For a moment she stood there, frozen in place, disbelieving. When the car was nearly on top of her, she got her legs to move. She threw herself to one side, felt herself being jolted and scraped as she hit the cobbles and rolled. She connected painfully, full speed, with the back wall of the store, knocking all the breath from her body. She crawled to her knees, dazed, disbelieving, and stared after the car that had, Jesus, so nearly mown her down. Its red tailgate lights were lit up like the eyes of a demon. It screeched to a halt twenty yards away. Then white lights came on, reversing lights. She saw a faint shadowy figure behind the wheel move, look back, heard the hurried crunch of gears. The car shot back towards her, its exhaust steaming in the cold night air. She was rigid with fear, unable to get to her feet. Her eyes were glued to the car that was going to crush the life out of her. And as she stared at it, the past unraveled in her head, a blurring kaleidoscope of love and loss, hope and death. Rob wasn't there. It had all been for nothing. She was never going to find the answers to it all. She was going to die. Book One Chapter One 1941 Ruby Dark was eighteen the first time her dad's belt drew blood. It was a Sunday, and as usual, Ted Dark was maudlin and moody after a heavy Saturday night's boozing. Also, as usual, he had been to church, clutching a tatty little bouquet of wild flowers to lay upon his wife's grave in the church cemetery. Since his wife's death, all Ted wanted to do was pray to God and drink himself into a stupor. It didn't seem to occur to him that the benefits of one might cancel out the other. Ruby's eldest brother Charlie had gone to church with him, as always. They were mates together, Dad and Charlie, although Charlie wasn't really much interested in any sort of gospel, except the gospel according to Charlie Dark. Dad and Charlie drank together, and held more or less the same views, that God helped those who helped themselves, and that the powers that be had never done them any favours, so they lived by their own rules, and to hell with anyone else's. Her other brother, Joe, was twenty-three, and he was different to Ted and Charlie. Big, quiet, strong as a bull. He had none of Charlie's fire and aggression, none of Dad's bone-deep belligerence. Today, when Dad and Charlie came back from the church, it was obvious they'd stopped off at the pub on the way home. Their rolling gait and their loud-mouthed utterances made Ruby step very carefully around the place. She made the tea, keeping her head down. She wished they'd stopped going to the bloody church. Even more, she wished they wouldn't visit Mum's grave afterwards. It seemed like something Ted Dark felt he was duty-bound to do, but it depressed him. Then he would stop at the rag and staff and get plastered, and come home and cuff Joe, big as he was, round the ear, and then lay into Ruby. Ruby, most of all. And of course she deserved it, didn't she? After all, it was through her birth that Ted Dark had lost his wife Alicia, and his children their mother. He said so often enough, mostly while he rained blows down upon his daughter's cringing head. 
Why did the good Lord inflict you on me? He'd wheeze, hobbling on his bad foot. God curse you! Ruby had asked once if she could go and visit the grave too. Dad had reacted with fury. You don't go near there, you bitch! He'd yelled and slapped her. Because he was right, wasn't he? It was all her fault. If she hadn't been born, her mother wouldn't have been lost. She never asked again. Little black cow, he spat at her. Then he'd get tearful and ramble on, addressing Ruby sometimes, and at others his dead wife. Why'd you do it, girl, eh? My lovely Alicia. You loved me once. I know you did. Not even Joe, big amiable Joe, dared intervene. And Charlie just sat there and sneered. Sometimes Ruby stood in front of the mold.